This is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Albert Lalonde provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde. Hello, and welcome back to Own Your Retirement. My name is Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 586-752-7008 or visit us online at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, according to the Social Security Administration, in 2021, about 65 million Americans received a monthly Social Security check. And according to Forbes, just slightly more than 40% of retirees count Social Security as their only retirement income. That means millions of Americans eagerly await the Social Security Administration's yearly announcement about the annual cost of living adjustment, or COLA. And this year, the news was significant. In 2019, the COLA bump was 1.6%, and in 2020, it was 1.3%. But this year, it's jumping a whopping 5.9%. Wow. Before we dig into the nitty-gritty of this year's COLA increase, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. How you doing, Tony? I am doing so good, Albert. Thanks for asking. And uh, thanks for having me on the show because this is an interesting topic with inflation Mm -hmm. going crazy. I read about this cost of living increase and it's a big one. So um, hopefully this is going to be good news. Uh, Now, Albert, you just got back from uh, a nice little trip and uh, I've been uh, preparing for the holidays over here. Uh, but you've been doing good, and now you're. I bet you're busy right now, aren't you? Very busy, yes. In fact, uh, which is good. Um, but yes, with the holiday uh, season here and everyone trying to uh, come in to get, see me before end of the year, definitely uh, the calendar is pretty full. But that is a good thing. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. Well, you know, uh, let's face it. Uh, you know, these cost of living adjustments uh, matter a lot especially when inflation's on the rise. And, you know, Social Security is such a critical component for so many Americans out there. So I have a feeling that a lot of ears perked up out there amongst our listeners when you uh, mentioned the topic at the top of the show today. Uh, What do you have for us first on this? Yeah, you know, a very recent AARP article, Social Security COLA set at 5.9% for 2022, um, does an excellent job of highlighting the essential elements of this timely and, like you said, important uh, development or or cost of living adjustment. Uh, First, broken down into dollar amounts, the 5.9% increase will average out to about $92 a month for most recipients. Now, while $92 might not seem like a lot of money, the reality is it may help many people offset the rising costs of food, fuel, and other essentials that we have been seeing here lately. And you should note that 
COLA jump goes into effect in January 2022. Now, earlier, I noted this year's uh, COLA bump is significantly more than 2019 and 2020. But truth be told, this is an unusually robust increase. In fact, it's the largest jump since the 7.4% increase that went into effect in January 1984. Wow. So Tracy, right. So tracing COLA back a full decade, the increase average is actually about 1.65%. And in 2016, there was actually no increase at all. Yeah, there's been, uh, I think, twice, two years in the last uh, 10 or 20 years where there hasn't been any increase. Correct. And uh, to think this is the largest increase in Social Security since 1984. That's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's pretty amazing. And, you know, I'm sure our listeners have seen all the recent stories about rising inflation and what higher bills uh, could do to a lot of budgets out there. So uh, this COLA development seems like a jolt of good news at just about the perfect time, right? Yeah, I think that's exactly right, Tony. Um, and as the article notes, Social Security is the biggest source of retirement income for most Americans. And for about one in four older folks, Social Security supplies 90% or more of their monthly income. So I'm sure many listeners are curious about how Social Security calculates the annual uh, COLA adjustment, and it's actually a fairly straightforward process. In fact, the Social Security Administration relies on the consumer price index for urban wage earners and clerical workers. Uh, so more specifically, the Social Security Administration takes the months of July, August, and September 2020 and compares them to those same three months of this year. Now, according to the AARP, the percentage difference between those two blocks of time determines the COLA adjustment that begins in January 2022. Well, thanks for explaining that to us. I think it's really important. And, you know, as has been widely reported, the global economy is still feeling the effects of COVID-19. And that means this COLA increase, it really does matter for a lot of people out there. Oh, that's that's exactly right, Tony. You know, and as the article makes clear, this year's 5.9% COLA increase is directly related to the fact that the price of goods and services have risen sharply during the last several months. And as you said, part of the increase in prices is due to COVID-19 fallout. But several months of extreme weather has also sparked a, a rise in energy prices, as well as significant global supply chain challenges as well. Oh, yeah, we've talked about that. You know, the supply chain issue is a big one. But, you know, back to Social Security, a lot of people might be wondering, how is it funded? Oh, that's a great idea. Um, Social Security is funded with uh, a 12.4% payroll tax on eligible wages. Of that, employees pay 6.2% and employers pay the other 6.2%. While self-employed folks, well, they're on the hook for the full 12.4%. Now, next year, the max amount of earnings that are subject to the Social Security tax will jump to $147,000 from the current $142,800. So the article also explains that according to the 2021 Social Security Trustees Report, because there are fewer workers uh, relative to the increasing number of people receiving Social Security, if Congress doesn't intervene, the trust fund for retired workers will, well, become critically depleted by 2034. 
Wow. But in my opinion, yeah. But in my opinion, because elected officials know how much Social Security means to many voters, some kind of congressional intervention is highly likely eventually. Yeah, for sure. Now, uh, you, we hear about cost of living adjustments to Social Security, but it's somewhat tied into Medicare, right? I mean, how does Social Security relate to Medicare? Yes. Well, typically, some of the Social Security uh, COLA adjustment is eaten up by the increase of Medicare costs. Remember, Medicare Part B premiums, which cover doctor's visits and outpatient services, are generally taken directly out of your monthly Social Security check. In fact, in 2021, the standard monthly uh, Medicare Part B premium is $148.50. And while we're still waiting for official word on an increase in 2022, uh, the article does note that many experts are projecting an increase in the ballpark of about roughly $10 a month more. Wow. Okay. So, you know, it's interesting, this COLA. When you when you first told me we were going to talk about COLA today, Albert, I I started researching like Coke and Pepsi and the, the COLA wars of the 80s and 90s and RC COLA, and I was all prepared to talk about that. But uh, I guess I was off base there a little Just bit. Just a little bit, a little bit. Well, um, let's keep this rolling, though. I mean, we've sure. been talking about, you know, this recent news of the cost of living adjustment and how it's set to jump 5.9%. Um, and that means a lot. Uh, it's probably good news for older Americans or retirees, uh, especially with all the inflation. Now, I, I know we want to stick with Social Security a little bit, but broaden that focus a bit. And look at what the uh, program means for a lot of retirees out there in their lifestyle then. Oh, that's a great idea, Tony. Uh, in fact, you know, a recent U.S. News and World Report article, uh, Will Social Security Cover All Your Expenses? Uh, they have some insights that directly address that very thing. Uh, as you move closer to retirement, it's only natural to begin wondering about your post-work lifestyle. And while many folks don't need uh, quite as much income after they retire, you probably don't want that gap to get too large or it could negative, negatively affect your ability to uh, travel and enjoy hobbies. Now, when it comes to determining if Social Security will provide the income you need to help cover your monthly expenses in retirement, you should consider these steps. First, estimate how much your monthly Social Security check is likely to be, then add up all your known retirement expenses tabulate your other sources of retirement income, and then familiarize yourself with Social Security's benefits and taxes. Okay, that sounds like good advice. And I'm sure some people, though, are asking themselves right now, Albert, how do we go about estimating that monthly benefit check? I mean, how do we do that? Well, first things first, is it's not a difficult process at all. Uh, the best first step is to check your Social Security statement by creating your Social Security account on the Social Security website or by using the Social Security calculator, which is also on the Social Security Administration's website. Once you've done so, you'll have a good idea of how much you'll be receiving each month. Now remember, to qualify for a monthly payment, you'll need to have accumulated a minimum of 40 Social Security credits. You earn these credits as you build your career and pay Social Security taxes. As of 2021, you can earn one Social Security credit for every $1,470 you earn uh, throughout the year. You can even earn a max of four credits per year. 
Okay, that makes sense. So uh, in your monthly check, then, it's determined by this formula that's built around several years of uh, your earnings. Isn't that right? That's right, Tony. Once you're eligible for Social Security, your benefit will be determined using a formula of up to 35 years of earnings. Now, if your career is longer than 35 years, your benefits will be based on your 35 years of highest income. See, Social Security also has various adjustments and limits, though. For example, if you begin collecting your benefit at age 62, the earliest possible age, your monthly check will be smaller. But on the flip side, if you work past your full retirement age, your monthly check will continue to climb higher until you turn 70. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, So um, what do you have for us next? I mean, obviously, uh, for a quick reminder, I guess, for people who will turn 62 this year, the full retirement age would be 66 years and 10 months, right? So you can easily determine your full retirement age by visiting that Social Security Administration's website. And I want to point out that the official website you want to go to is ssa.gov. That's ssa.gov. And uh, just go there and you can easily find out your full retirement age and your uh, primary and your full insurance uh, amount, right? Right. Correct. Correct. Um, You should also next add up all your uh, known retirement expenses, though. You know, these include things like your mortgage payment if your house isn't paid off, auto and other transportation costs, utility bills, food, entertainment, travel. You know, next, compare that total against your likely Social Security check and other sources of retirement income. Now, are you going to make it? You know, does your income outpace your likely expenses by a large enough amount that you'll be able to weather unexpected expenses like, let's say, a home remodel or auto repair? If your Social Security check will cover all of your monthly bills, thereby allowing you to use other income sources for travel and hobbies, well, you're likely going to be able to maintain your preferred lifestyle. Yeah, and that's what it's all about. I mean, if you're out there listening to the show and you have concerns about, you know, whether you'll be able to maintain your preferred lifestyle in retirement, I would urge you to work closely with somebody like Albert, a financial services professional, uh, if you aren't already, right? I mean, as you've talked about many times on the show, a financial services professional is going to be able to, you know, take a look at your current strategy and find ways to tighten up or or adjust it. And I know you have opinions and insights into tools and products uh, that can help our listeners out there. And this is how you help your clients uh, with additional retirement income as well. That's that's exactly right, Tony. Um, And that's a great point, too. You know, remember, Social Security wasn't designed to be a person's primary source of retirement income. It was intended to supplement a person's retirement income. In fact, the article notes a common rule of thumb is that you should plan for Social Security to make up about 35% of your retirement income. Now, as much as possible, you'll want to find other retirement income through pensions, retirement accounts like 401ks and IRAs, and even side jobs and annuities. Also bear in mind that you'll need to educate yourself, though, about not only Social Security's benefits, but its taxes as well. <coughs> Excuse me. For example, you may need to pay taxes on your Social Security income if the total of your adjusted gross income, non-taxable interest, and half your Social Security benefit is greater than 25000 for single or 32000 for couples, 
you'll need to pay taxes on part of your benefit. Ouch. Now, yeah, if you come in, un, in under these limits, then your Social Security benefit won't be taxed at all. Interesting. And it's interesting. Some states actually tax Social Security benefits. Yes. As well as the federal government. So you have to watch out with taxes and Social Security. A lot of people think, well, they're not going to double tax me. They're not going to tax my Social Security. <laughs> oh, yeah, they will. I know you laugh at that. Uh, yes. The government will double tax you and triple tax you in some instances. So for sure. you have to watch out for old Uncle Sam. He wants to get your, his hands in your pockets. Mm-hmm. So uh, this has been a really good show today. We're taking an in-depth look at Social Security, uh, given that recent news about the program's cost of living adjustment set to rise, an eye-opening 5.9% uh, in January. And you've also uh, spent some time examining the critical question of whether Social Security is going to cover all of our expenses during retirement. Uh, what do you have for us in our final segment? Well, you know, earlier in the show, we touched a bit on the expenses you need to factor in uh, into your equation when determining your retirement budget. So to wrap the show today, I thought we'd dive a little deeper into that topic. You know, uh, U.S. News and World Report article, 10 costs to include in your retirement budget, has some outstanding and relevant info. In fact, the first thing to factor into your budget, obviously, is housing, which could prove to be your most significant expense during retirement. But the good news is there are always ways to potentially shrink your housing tab. Paying off your mortgage before retirement, for example, could eliminate a major monthly expense. Uh, another good option, whether or not your mortgage is paid off, is to downsize. You know, If you're fortunate enough to no longer have a mortgage, selling your current home and moving into something smaller could put a nice chunk of change into your pocket there, Tony. Well, yeah. And I think one people forget about is monthly Medicare premiums, Ooh, right? Yes, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, while most folks don't pay a premium for Medicare Part A, which is hospital insurance, they do pay a premium for Medicare Part B. Additionally, Medicare Part D prescription drug plans charge a separate premium that changes based on the plan you select. Finally, if you choose a Medigap plan that covers some of Medicare's out-of-pocket expenses, you'll also have a premium for that as well. Okay. Uh, We should note, though, that uh, some financial services professionals have expertise in Medicare that can be beneficial for some of our listeners. And I I know this is something you talk to your clients about as well, right? Oh, very true, Tony. Very true. Um, You know, you should always make sure you're talking to a Medicare expert when it comes to your Medicare. But here's another thing. Taxes are another expense that you need to factor into your retirement strategy as well. Because guess what? The tax man doesn't stop knocking once you've punched the time clock for the final time, Tony. After years of deferment, you'll be required to pay income taxes on your withdrawals from those traditional 401ks and IRAs. And as we discussed a few minutes ago, part of your Social Security income could be taxable if your retirement income creeps above those certain thresholds. You see, taxes are another place uh, working with a financial service professional may be to your advantage because there are possibly ways to strategically withdraw money from retirement accounts in a way that it lessens your tax bill. Uh, sure. And, and that's what we all want that, right? Minimize right. that tax burden. That's huge. And you don't have to sell me on working with a financial services professional when it comes to your retirement strategy. I think it's the most important step you can take. 
And, you know, I'm not going to name names, Albert Lalonde, <laughs> but I happen to know a good one. I appreciate that, Tony. Well, here's another good point is food is another critical part of your retirement budget. Well, sure. Yeah, that's um, a big one. You got to eat, right? Um, but you can really boost your budget by skipping out on convenient foods that tend to come with a higher price tag. Instead, because you now have more time, why not cook the foods you love right in your own kitchen? Wait well, a minute. That. You're not telling me I, you're not you're not telling me I have to skip the pizza buffet in retirement, <laughs> so are you? Because not, that's not all of it. That's but you know, a big part of what I do. You know that. <laughs> right. Well, you know, cooking at home means you'll also be eating healthier, uh, which yeah. means, you know, you'll live longer, which further means your doctor will love your choices as much as your budget does. And you know, and then you have to consider that. Just because that doesn't mean that you need to completely, you know, eliminate uh, trips to restaurants, though. Because for sure. many retirees, dinners out with friends are a big part of your social lives. I mean, look for places, though, that have senior discounts or buy one, get one deals. You know, as much as anything, retirement is about enjoying your life, but you can also do so in a way that's also budget friendly. Sure. Another thing we should probably touch on, I mean, you've mentioned this on previous shows, but the importance of an emergency fund is huge, right? And I'm guessing that doesn't go away once you retire, correct? It certainly doesn't. You know, the water heater and the fridge don't know whether you're still working. <laughs> That's you know? true. They're, That's a good point. Yeah, they're going to give out when they're going to give out. Uh, accordingly, it's important to have a fund stashed away that you can dip into specifically for those emergencies that are just part of life, regardless of your age. Yeah. Well, and you know what? When I think about my own retirement, I dream about having the time to catch up on all the movies I want. I mean, ah. if I want to wake up on a Tuesday morning and I have nothing to do, I can jump online and find a matinee time that works good. You know, one of the one of the less expensive uh, price shows and away I go. But I would imagine overall entertainment expenses can also add up in a hurry, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, much like with eating out, a little strategizing can ensure you enjoy your favorite entertainment options while sticking to your budget. You know, many movie, movie theaters, concert halls, uh, museums, and even other venues actually have specific days with senior discounts. And additionally, many colleges offer reduced-cost classes for seniors as well. Now, older folks can also find budget-friendly travel options. Seniors, especially AARP members, can take advantage of healthy discounts um, and uh, on hotels and, and, let's say, rental cars. And then traveling during the week to avoid inflated weekend rates is also another great option, Tony. Sure. Uh, that sounds great. Do you have anything else for us before we have to go today? We're almost out of time. Well, you know, if you'd like to have more information about what we've discussed today, uh, I encourage you go visit my website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or call my office at 586-752-7008 to discuss how we might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns. Remember, it's our goal to help you prepare for retirement you've worked so hard for. All right. That sounds great, Albert, and great show today. I thought it was a great discussion and a really fun one, important for seniors or those thinking about retirement, collecting Social Security. But listeners, that does it for today's episode of Own Your Retirement with our host, Albert Lalonde. Thank you for listening to Own Your Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. 
For more information, please contact Albert Lalonde at Kaizen Financial Group. Call 586-752-7008 or visit them online at kaizenfinancialgroup.com. Advisory services offered through Kaizen Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services are offered through Kaizen Financial Group LLC, an affiliated company. Albert Lalonde and Kaizen Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.